fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. So we have a couple of issues we're going to talk about today. Uh, Ukraine, uh, the Nord Stream 2, um, and the uh, balloons and the catastrophes. We've had the East Palestine um, train derailment. People are getting sick. The Ohio River is getting polluted. We just had a derailment in South Carolina. We had another derailment in Houston in the last 24 hours. Now, the East Palestine, that one happened about two weeks ago. Um, But now we're learning that they covered it up. They covered up the catastrophe that they left behind. And it's now poisoning people. And uh, there's something to be said about this vinyl chloride that could be causing cancer and things like that that's harmful to you. Um, these are really wickedly uh, uh, dangerous uh, chemicals. So it was interesting because journalists who were covering the story and trying to get to the bottom and get answers and get and figure things out for the health and safety of the citizens that live in that area. They were being arrested and they were told that they were trespassing when they were in a school property or uh, they were at a school and they were doing an interview and they got arrested. There's a lot of censorship going on. And again, it gets back to that cover-up. Where does the government get off not sharing and not being transparent when the money that they're receiving comes from you. You're their boss, and yet they're treating you like you're a peasant. We have to flip this script. Another big debate going on, and I have no idea why it is a big debate, but why is it that we're even having a discussion about whether or not you have to be an American to vote in American elections. I mean, where in the world is that even a question? 
except for right here in River City. So we got a couple of, we have a lot of clips today. I'm going to start with the clips early because I would like to share them with you uh, and then we could talk about them. All right. So, uh, you know, I could bloviate all about them. Uh, but, and I don't mind doing that, but in this case, I, I was inspired by a lot of different clips doing my research for these shows. And a couple of things came to mind. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, these late night UFO shows are going to have a field day right now. It's high season for them. This is their boom. By the way, the, speaking of booms, the, uh, the Super Bowl was the third largest audience in Super Bowl history. And despite Rihanna's lip syncing, because she gave up, uh, apparently she gave up at some point on the lip syncing. And um, I wasn't paying too close attention, so I didn't notice it. I, I I wish they would just put a good rock and roll band out there and and play real music, original, you know, no lip syncing. Just give me a live performance. But that's not what we do anymore. Everything's fake. But they've been doing lip syncing in a bad way since uh, Soul Train. You know, I mean, so uh, now it's been going on for a long time. I, I wish that artists would get away with, from that and just give you a live performance. That's what's so special about live performances. It's a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And I wish that we get back to authenticity, right? We forgot about that word. But that word, I'd rather have authenticity and someone hiccuping through the song than to have somebody lip-syncing. Well, maybe not that far, but you get the idea. You know, if they're a little off, their voice isn't quite right. I'd rather have that than, uh, you know, listening to a, a stereo track and someone moving their mouth in front of, in front of the track to, to make it look like they're singing it. Which gets to the other point of why, why do they need to be flying through the air? And, you know, people don't do that. What happens is people stand on stage and they sing. You know, the guy who did the national anthem was great. Had that bluesy feel to it. But in any case, you know what was nice about the um, Super Bowl? And again, I'm, I'm not forgiving the NFL for the sins of their, of, of that they've done with taking a knee and, uh, and being woke in the end zone with, you know, basically telling everybody that's there that they're a racist or whatever. This whole woke thing, you know, it's crazy. I mean... <clears throat> We have a lot of problems, but, uh, uh, you know, white people are not causing the black crime. Black on black crime is being caused by black culture, single parent homes and mentoring and Christianity, the lack thereof and the lack of sense of community. And uh, it's because they're allowing themselves to be swayed and persuaded into thinking that they're a victim <clears throat> and that these government social programs and these bailout programs, I mean, it doesn't hurt that <clears throat> it doesn't, excuse me, I'm sorry about that. It doesn't help that we have an open border and that uh, Mexico and all these other countries are basically releasing their prisons and allowing their prisoners to come through our southern border because they know that Joe Biden is going to give them some free stuff. 
They know that Katie Hobbs is proposing a $40 million deal to give them free education in Arizona. The exact opposite of what Carrie Lake would do. Carrie Lake, who won the election, but got ripped off by a rigged election because they were sending these ballots out to everybody. And until that day stops, we're never going to win an election. Until that day stops, we're always going to be disgruntled and unhappy. And until that day stops, you're always going to have people booing the elected officials in every arena that they walk into, which is the case for Katie Hobbs and Joe Biden. You know, let's go Brandon or F Brandon or whatever. You know, F Joe Biden. Um, they Americans hate their own government right now. And it's because liberals have chosen to rig the elections. And this is, I can't believe I have liberal friends that stand for this. But that's what they're doing. That's what exactly what they're doing. And here we are in this hot mess. We got a woke transportation secretary like Pete Buttigieg that basically has planes derailing. He has balloons uh, flying overhead. He has planes that can't make it there on time. I mean, his whole transportation uh, system is a disaster. And we're going to cover a little bit of that today as well. Well, let's get started. So this is um, basically a little sci-fi, very much unlike me. But I'm going to go ahead and play this. This, <laughs> this was uh, this was it, like you know alien stuff, right? So let's take a listen to this. Because oh, the reason why I think there's some credibility to this, there could be credibility to this is because they said that they there was a news report that said that they captured three balloons or. Now it's four balloons and or or objects, right? Octagons, you know, not necessarily a balloon. And somehow, get this now, pay attention because it's going to get weird. But somehow, there's no debris. What? So I'm thinking it's a halogen, right? And so these, this, 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 alien guy he talks about this stuff and we have i have two clips on this subject that i think are are kind of interesting all right so let's take a listen to this first one oh all right so got to get the right uh audio signal in and we're going to do it now 2024 a global event will alter the course of mankind's future the world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one world year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world. Okay, I got cut off at the end because it's the only clip I have. But um, listen to this one more time. He's talking about holograms going up in the sky, shooting them down and staging a war. Almost like creating your own pandemic, right? Or creating your own climate uh, emergency. 
or creating your own false flag attack. You know, like they did in Syria, where they had uh, a bio. They said bio weapons went out. They had paid actors dying in the streets, and they blamed Russia so that they could continue to perpetuate their presence in Syria. When at a time, Trump wanted to pull out of Syria. And that was going to wreck uh, a financial pipeline. That was going to wreck a financial pipeline to uh, to the pockets of the senators who were passing. Uh, you know, I, it was basically they were protecting ISIS. And ISIS was a mercenary group that was uh, protecting oil pipelines going into Europe and into Africa. Thanks to the CIA and the State Department. And their collusion with the politicians who are getting their palms greased in the name of patriotic duty um, because we couldn't really rightly sanction, uh, government sanction oil that didn't belong to us. But who did it belong to? Because the government of Iraq wasn't strong enough to, to protect its own. So it would have gone into the hands of somebody else. So, I mean, there's a lot, maybe there's a lot of good reasons for all of this stuff. But nobody could be honest with anybody. It's all got to be done underhanded. So let's take a listen one more time. He's talking about these holograms and a staged war. I wouldn't put it past our government to do just this because they're the ones that bombed and blew up the uh, Nord Stream pipeline. And it gets to that point, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk a lot about that, actually. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one world... One world order, right? Okay. Let's take a listen to this. This is kind of interesting, too. This is Harvard scientist Robert Duncan explains... Project Blue Beam, you can see it by the naked eye, and it would have a radar trace. Let's take a listen. Uh, there's something called like Project Blue Beam. Yeah, good one. What uh, is that? That is that's lasers, right? Yeah, I can uh, I can actually talk about that one, but that is uh uh, <laughs> it's really bad, but. You know the people that see orbs in the sky? Yeah. Uh, go around that fly faster UFOs? than UFOs? You know, UFOs. Yeah, the, there's there's Navy pilots. There's an uh yeah, multiple yeah, Navy pilots who talk about them. they got their so they were flying F eighteens, these these oh. Navy pilots, and one of them's coming in here in a couple in two weeks. He's uh oh. Ryan Graves. Okay. He uh he's a Navy pilot flying off the coast of North Carolina and they they got their uh their radar upgraded on their F eighteens and yeah. all of a sudden they were seeing these things darting around on their radar. Okay. Uh, don't tell him what I'm about to say and see if he knows about um, it. Okay. Um, so what we do is we play with our own forces to make sure our trickery will work on the enemy. Uh, and those are directed energy weapons of where we do intersecting beams or focus beams into the atmosphere. And notice they're always in the atmosphere to excite the electron orbitals of the oxygen and, and nitrogen uh, in our atmosphere, 
it, it causes a glow and it causes ionization. That ionization shows up on radar and like a, it's like a cat laser pointer and we're making planes chase them. That's exactly how they describe these things moving, like laser pointers. Yeah. And so we can do it in three space. We can make it look like in three dimensional space. Yeah. And we can make it look like, uh, an entire fleet is about to drop bombs on, let's say, Europe, and then just have them disappear. And they ha- they get all their planes up in the air, and we attack them from the other direction, uh, assuming we we're attacking Who Europe. is doing this? The Navy, you said? Uh, somebody. <laughs> let's just say a group. A group, you know. And you know this for a fact. I know it for a fact, yeah. So anyway, don't tell your guests. A group within the U.S. government. Yeah, okay. We'll leave it at that. Yes. And, and is I, this something Is this something that could be seen with the naked eye? Or yes, is this something because that it only... glows. It glows. So it would be seeable. You can see it by the naked eye. And it would leave a radar trace. So it's perfect as a deception. And, and it invo- involves the voice of God weapons that I was talking about. Project and, Bluebeam does. And this got... This got leaked, uh, and so it probably won't have the effect, and they probably won't do it. But if you wanted to bring the world together, as President Reagan said in several UN speeches, you would have a common enemy like evil aliens attacking. We forget right. our differences right. when we fight against it. So we wouldn't probably, look at each other as as Chinese or Russian yeah. or American. We look at each other as Earthlings. It's her humans, yeah, as Earthlings, and so that was. Project Bluebeam was to trick the human race into believing either God is coming down, everybody hears the voice of God, the microwave hearing effect, uh, get along, give, you know, whatever the new message is, or it was going to be the evil aliens attacking. And notice how they all of a sudden, all the governments release all their information on UFOs, and there's a whole uh, division dedicated, and that's just deception. You think a, it's all deception? I think it's all deception. Really? Yeah. But, you know, that's my opinion. I, I've looked at all the videotapes mm-hmm. and uh, that people have given me, and I can explain away each one of them. So apparently, but there's there's apparently lots of footage and video videos and photos that have not been released to the public. Yeah, I haven't seen those, so I, I can't get And if you think this is all some sort of psyop, what do you think the ultimate purpose of it is? Distraction against a lot of this human experimentation we're doing. Wow, that guy said a lot. I hope you all heard that. And if you didn't get a chance to hear everything he just said, go to our podcast over at scottadamshow.com and and play it back. Um, Play the show back at around this time. And uh, let me just say that um, that would be a, a wag the dog of a different breed because it wouldn't be so much even just a distraction of Pfizer and of these train derailments and of the you know all these different things, but uh, it would also be a step toward the new world order, the one world concept where we're fighting aliens. So we could all get together as humans, earthlings to fight these aliens. Right. And it's just a psyop, but they already know that they can get liberals to believe everything they say and do. 
even though everything they say and do is a flat-out lie. They know that liberals will just do it because that's what liberals do. They just believe everything that the other liberals tell them, and they don't question anything, just as long as it's not Donald Trump, because they've already been programmed that Donald Trump's bad, and they'll never, ever be able to deprogram that from their tiny little brains. So take a look, listen to this guy. Are the UFOs just a big distraction from all of this? So let's take a listen to this. This is kind of interesting. Crap. Let me summarize all the stories that are coming out right before this UFO conveniently got everybody's attention off of them. It's starting to look likely that Joe Biden was responsible for the Nord Stream pipeline blowing up, dude. That's an act of war and he lied about it and it's a climate catastrophe and nobody's talking about it. Hunter Biden is going after people for sharing personal information from, guess what? The laptop, which means it was his, which means Joe Biden lied about everything. The emails in that laptop prove that Joe Biden was making money on Chinese and Ukraine business deals with his son. There's Twitter hearings going on right now, and the former Twitter executives are saying that they cooperated with the FBI to censor that Hunter Biden laptop story from you, the public, right before an election, which is more election meddling than any other bad country could hope for. The other thing the public's being made aware of is all of the side effects that are coming from the vaccines because the government employees are telling the Twitter executives, I've got side effects that I can't get rid of, and you censored the information which would have helped me make a better decision from Harvard and Stanford medical experts. There's also massive excess deaths that are happening in almost every country right now, and nobody can figure out why. And now they've added that COVID-19 vaccine to the routine schedule for children. Some won't be able to even go to school unless they get this shit, dude. But your friend, the media, is telling you about the UFO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, sorry about that A little bit of language there. Okay. So Pete Buttigieg is overseeing the transportation, right? And this is what he has to say. It's had its challenges. Right. Uh, I mean, if you look at what the American transportation system has faced in the last two or three years, partly because of the pandemic, we've faced issues from container shipping to airline cancellations. Mm -hmm. Now we got balloons. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. That's fu that's real funny, right? And here, he's still woke, though. He's still woke, and he's still quota-based. Contractors. Uh, to work with your community colleges on building a workforce that reflects the community. Right. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing, doing the good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth ga gaps in this country if we can tear down those barriers. But that happens at the delivery level. Uh, Again, it's just ridiculous that he would go to that skin color again. It's just so ridiculous. Um, all right, so we're going to talk a little bit about Seymour Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch is a journalist that that got the Pentagon Papers right. He, he also, he's a very, re, you know, renowned journalist. And Seymour Hurst also is 
predicting uh, that uh, Biden, the Biden uh, camp was behind the uh, North Stream 2. So let's take a listen to Jake Sullivan, who is basically Obama's guy that is working and controlling the Biden administration. He's a very powerful man. Dumb as a rock, but thinks he's smart as a whip. And uh, he's just a flat-out con man and a liar. And he's up there with Eric Ciaramella, the whistleblower that tried to get Trump impeached. Um, Sean Misko, uh, Adam Schiff's right-hand man. And Sean Misko and Eric Ciaramella were lovers. Uh, They all work for the National Security uh, Council um, and the CIA. Spooks in the White House waging coups against presidents of the United States. That's what the State Department and the CIA have been up to for decades. Using other tools like the USAID to spy and control and to pay off and to coerce leadership in other countries. It's absolutely criminal what these people have been doing for decades with your money. Thanks, Jake. In his speech this morning, the president called the Nord Stream pipeline attacks, uh, quote, a deliberate act of sabotage. And he said, now the Russians are pumping out misinformation and lies about it. Should we take that to mean that the U.S. now believes that Russia was likely responsible for this act of sabotage? Well, first, Russia has done what it frequently does when it is responsible for something, which is make accusations that it was really someone else who did it. We've seen this repeatedly over time. But the president was also clear today that there is more work to do on the investigation before the United States government is prepared to make an attribution in this case. One of the practical reasons for that is that because gas is emanating from these pipelines, the Danish authorities and other authorities in the Baltic Sea can't actually get down to the source of the leak to do forensics on what appears to be an explosion. So we will have to wait until a combination of physical inspection intelligence gathering and consultation with our allies to make a definitive determination. But what we can say unequivocally is the suggestions Russia has made about the United States and other countries are flat out false. Russia knows they're false, but of course this is part of their playbook. But how many countries or entities are even capable of carrying out the kind of attack that we saw with hundreds of kilograms of explosives 250 feet below the surface of the sea? Not many. And I think this is obviously uh, an, an act of sabotage that took place, we believe, in the neighborhood of 70 to 80 meters, 230 to 270 feet under the ocean. Um, you know, that takes some degree of sophistication. But I don't want to get ahead of myself in terms of asserting how exactly this happened or who exactly did it until we're standing on solid ground. We will continue to work with our allies and partners to gather all of the facts, and then we will make a determination about where we go from there. Well, you know, the, uh, we, we talked about it last week. Uh, we said there were C4 explosives. They were using a buoy and all this. And, and that uh, the buoy, uh, uh, they planted the C4 explosives three months prior to the, the explosion. And that, that's sort of what was happening there. So we did it. We're the only ones that have the sophistication to do it. And then when you listen to Joe Biden, he let there the will be no the longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. What, do, what? How will you? How will you do that? 
I promise you we'll be able to do it. Well, he had already planted the explosions. He already knew what was going on there. So, you know, but yet news media covering for the CIA and the State Department. Tonight, European leaders are accusing Russia of sabotaging two underwater gas pipelines in the Baltic. Oops, sorry about that, folks. Baltic Sea. Ukraine is calling it a terrorist attack. Authorities are investigating the leaks in the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. So, you know, Russia will just blow up their own uh, pipeline. Here's another report. This is arguably a Russian attack on European infrastructure, critical infrastructure. I mean, a gas pipeline, energy pipelines are critical infrastructure. It's which their means own pipeline. That, um, NATO may have to respond to this. So potentially, uh, without being alarmist about it, we are looking at NATO making some kind of pointed response other than a strongly worded statement to Russia for an attack on what is basically Europe. Basically, the, these these liberal pundits, that's the guy from Yahoo, is trying to start World War III by pushing NATO further and deeper. And you know, the only aggressor, if you look at a map, you look at NATO alliance, how much land they're expand they're expanding they're sucking countries in to their own empire of of force after the cold war there was no need for nato the nato alliance has expanded and has gotten dangerously aggressive toward russia uh, because there's a competition for oil and russia is hoarding the profits of their own oil into Europe. And they're in control of Europe. They have a lot of leverage in Europe because of the energy, which is the whole reason why they're pushing this carbon scam, carbon, carbon footprint scam. And these liberals that are pushing this globalist agenda are adopting green policies. Uh, and it's all about Russia. So is the Middle East. See, Russia controls Syria, and that is a toll collector, uh, one of the toll collectors. That and a very complex relationship with Turkey, Um, and they have connections that control the flow from Europe into Africa. But there's so much more. Like, listen to this. Five lines. So it's formally blaming Russia for sabotage of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. So it's formally blaming. So it was always about blaming the leaks are the result of Russian sabotage. (laughs) See. Biden said Friday he believes the damage is an act of sabotage by the Russians. So this is what they do, right? This is what they're doing. They're blaming Russia. But take a listen to this. Take a listen to uh, former weapons inspector Scott Ritter on reports of Ukrainian forces deploying chemical weapons via drones against Russia. That's a Ukrainian forces actively dropping chemical weapons on Russian soldiers using drones. Now, this would be a war crime. Videos have emerged over the past couple of days showing Ukrainian soldiers outfitting drones with what appears to be canisters of some sort of chemical agent. We don't know. Other videos have emerged showing these drones dropping these canisters on Russian soldiers. The videos are horrible to watch uh, as soldiers writhe around on the ground. Uh, convulsing, having seizures, and of course dying. 
uh, moments later. We're not going to show you those videos. You can seek them out if you want to. And of course, all of this comes almost 20 years to the day when Colin Powell famously held up a little white vial of what appeared to be anthrax. At the time, we now know that, that it was faked and got us into a war in Iraq where millions of people lost their lives. A man who tried to prevent that war knows a lot about chemical weapons and weapons in general is former UN weapons inspector Scott Ritter. Right. So he goes into an interview with that, but that, that's the that's the cue up there. And listen to this right here. This morning, Seymour Hirsch published a new piece of investigative journalism on his own Substack, and it's called How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. And in this report, he details down to the exact specifics of how this attack was carried out. This was a major act of international terrorism by the United States. It's funny because at first people didn't think that this story was accurate. In fact, a number of news organizations called the greatest journalist alive and said, Cy, did you write this story? And he said, yeah, of course I wrote it. And if you need a reminder of President Biden calling for the end of the Nord stream pipeline. Here is President Biden talking about how we'll put an end to it no matter what. Watch. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. So that had to be a moment when everybody put palm to face when he said that. What an idiot. So David Sachs breaks down Cy Hirsch's story. Let's take a listen to this. When Nordstrom got blown up, the administration came racing out with the line that the Russians did it, that they, this was self-sabotage. And by the way, the media repeated this endlessly. This was the media line. And it never really made sense to anyone who's paying attention because, first of all, this was an economically vital asset to Russia. Second, it was their main source of leverage over Europe was their control over the gas supply. So the idea that they would shoot themselves in the foot uh, that way, just to somehow, what, show how crazy they are, it never really made sense to anyone who was paying attention. And the fact that the administration and the media so quickly raced to that conclusion suggested that it was maybe a cover story. Because if we had nothing to do with it, you would just be more neutral and say, yeah, we don't know what happened. But they had to like promote this line that well, the Russians did it, which just never made any sense. And now Cy Hirsch has come out with this story, so it, it laying out in great detail how we did it. It's not just saying we did it. It's laying out who did it and how and the steps and all that kind of stuff, the meetings that occurred, what was approved when, how they did it, uh, the, the, you know, uh, when yep. they did it, uh, the explosives they used, the divers they used. It goes into a fair amount of detail. Incredible detail. Yeah. I mean, so, down, I mean to like what down to what explosives, right? And just so you guys understand who this guy is, he's this legendary Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. He's like 86 years old or something like that now. But he broke during Vietnam. He broke the story of the My Lai massacre, which the military denied until he proved it. Uh, he broke the story during the Iraq war of the Abu Ghraib prison abuses, which, again, the media, the uh, military denied until it was undeniable. He's Pulitzer winning is all you really need yeah, to know. Yeah, and here he He's is a Pulitzer winning journalist. basically another covert military action. And look, we don't know for sure whether it's true or not, but it looks it looks pretty bad. Do you think that Europe knew? Do you think that the Europeans were told that the Americans were going to go and blow this thing up? If that's true. By the way, the, the administration has said clearly this is a false story. They said it was so pure, pure fiction. Clear. I think the, I think the yeah, specific yeah. I mean, quote was this is pure fiction. 
the Ukraine would be the most likely uh, person to do this. You, you got to look for means, motive, and opportunity. They don't have the opportunity to go According down to the there story, and place I, a bomb? I don't think I don't think the Ukrainians have the capability to do an undersea mission like that. Uh. Right. Uh, so they bloviate about that. But those guys sound a little liberal to me, actually. But he's talking about Cy Hirsch and that story. Um and, and the thing is, uh, Pulitzer gave themselves a black eye because they gave too many people Pulitzers who perpetuated the Russian hoax against Trump. So I have no uh, faith and, and belief in Pulitzer, whether you're a Pulitzer winner or not, uh, could very well mean that uh, you're just pushing papers for the government. But um, Cy Hirsch... Um, uh, has been around when the Pulitzer may have had some credibility, and those are the he'll never win a Pulitzer for this story for sure. Um, socialism: first we kill speech, then we then we kill the ones who keep talking. So we're going to keep talking. All right, how Washington blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. I want to listen to this one. This is good. It's 2021. The U.S. and NATO are already irritated by the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline because they see it as a threat to Western dominance. And now Nord Stream 2 was nearing completion, which would double the amount of cheap Russian gas flowing to Germany. Something had to be done. And this is how it went down, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. So, Joe Biden authorizes his national security advisor to create a group to come up with a plan to get rid of the pipelines. By the end of the year, Jake Sullivan convenes a meeting of a new task force. Men and women from the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the CIA, and the State and Treasury Departments. They hold several top-secret meetings in the building right next to the White House. And during their brainstorming sessions, the Navy, for example, proposes using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discusses dropping bombs that could be set off remotely. And the CIA just argued that whatever was done had to be done covertly. The CIA director at the time, William Burns, authorizes an agency working group to craft a plan for a covert operation that would use deep sea divers to trigger an explosion along the pipeline. Early 2022, the CIA working group reports back to Sullivan's interagency group, we have a way to blow up the pipelines. Meanwhile, a few slip ups. Um, with regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We we will bring an end to it. The group is surprised over Biden's and Newland's indiscretions and are wondering what it means for their mission. The CIA's William Burns apparently said, "Do it." But how and when? Well, that's when Norway enters the picture. In March, a few members of the American team fly there to meet with the Norwegian Secret Service and Navy. The Norwegian Navy finds the right spot for the explosives and a way to camouflage them so the Russian Navy doesn't spot them. 
Norway apparently also suggests the ideal cover to plant the mines during the annual NATO exercises in the Baltic Sea, which take place in June. June 2022, the NATO exercises begin and the mines are planted. The White House starts having doubts about its genius plan and asks if the mines can be detonated at a later date, so it doesn't look obvious that they did it. The Americans in Norway now have a new problem. They have to find a way to do it. The explosives could be triggered by a sonar buoy dropped by a plane at short notice. It would emit a sequence of unique low-frequency tonal sounds that would be recognized by the timing device and trigger the explosives. On September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy PA surveillance plane makes a seemingly routine flight and drops a sonar buoy. A few hours later, the high-powered C4 explosives are triggered, and the rest is history. How do you like that? Now, that we talked about that last week. The C4 explosives and the timing devices and stuff, and the, you know, the, like the seals going down. But that went into even more detail than what I went into. And um, that's the Seymour Hersh's version of what went down. Um, And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So um, right here, this was just one more piece to that. I think we've covered that enough, though. Um, I have another clip where they talk about Cy Hirsch's investigation. It to me, it's it gets a little long, a little lengthy. Um, but uh, yeah, because I also wanted to talk about a little bit more about these derailments um, and the uh, uh, the other th- the other topics. Um, one of which is this. I wanted to play this clip. Uh, where she says, I don't, uh, I don't know what to believe at this point, seeing that they are arresting journalists for reporting the train derailment. Give a listen and comment what you think. All right. So uh, basically, um, yeah, I have a couple of other things going on here as well. Um, all right. I, this was the opening part of a news brief where she was going to cut away to a journalist that got arrested on the spot. And uh, this was the East Palestine disaster. Correspondent Evan Lambert while covering a press conference in Ohio yesterday. I do want to emphasize we're just getting our first look at this video. The moments are tense. It may be hard to watch and there may be some language. So we're going to go ahead and show it to you now. So right now I'm talking because for about the first 20 seconds we don't hear anything uh, about... 25 seconds in is when the audio picks up. So keep an eye on your screen. There we go. We can drop that banner there. You can see Evan uh, giving his live report there. It's while he was on rush hour. They tell him to stop, and you'll see someone come up and appear to put his hand on Evan's arm right there. Okay, let's listen. So basically this guy gets arrested while doing a live live hit. (laughs) And because he was covering the story that they, I guess he wasn't allowed to cover. Which is bizarre. Um, so you got this. Um, he says here, uh, there's a, the, the fire uh, going on here in, in East Palestine. It says, you are looking at a toxic cocktail of deadly chemicals purposely being burned off if East 
in East Palestine after a train derailment. Authorities burned off vinyl chloride, which is toxic and carcinogenic, carcinogenic, and released harmful and dangerous hydrogen chloride and phosgene into the air. So that's kind of a big mistake that they did that. And Stephen Miller calls for uh, the impeachment of Buttigieg. House GOP needs an emergency hearing with Pete Buttigieg immediately, and they should subpoena both his department of uh, uh, his Department of Transportation and the EPA to see how much time they've spent on equity initiatives instead of their actual statutory missions. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, all right, let's take a listen to. Um, oh, and then I read this to you in the beginning of the show. Pentagon says no debris have been discovered or recovered from the three drowned downed objects in Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron. So that's strange. That would lend itself to uh, holographic uh, type of type of missions going on there. That that they're really not there. They look like they're there, but they're not. So I want to take a listen to this um, thing that's happening in North America. We've talked a long time about how American, uh, if you go back and listen to some of my old shows, I've talked about the American Union. So there's the European Union, and we know what that's done to Europe. And I believe that we're opening the borders because we want to establish an American Union uh, where AMLO, Lobador, Lopez, uh, Obrador, um, Lopez, Obrador, uh, Mexico, Trudeau, and Biden, all radically left-wing socialists, all of them, are running the three major countries in the North American continent. And the North American continent has historically been much more conservative than Europe. So how in the world did this happen? Well, it happened with election rigging. And, you know, you still have radically communist states like in Cuba, Venezuela, now Argentina. They're trying to do the same thing to Brazil. Again, what this means is government control over people not people in control of their governments. Okay, let's take a listen. This will probably be one of the most important videos I've ever put out. Did you know that the United States of America, as you know it, no longer exists? And I don't mean this theoretically. I mean this as in on January 10th, 2023, while no one was paying attention, Joe Biden signed away our sovereignty as a nation when he met with President of Mexico, Manuel Lopez Obrador, and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in Mexico City to sign the Declaration of North America. You can find the release on the White House website, wh.gov, which ironically, right now, has a photo on the front page of these three individuals I just mentioned. I'm sure once this goes out to the masses, they will reconsider being so obvious and bragging about what they've done. They've completed what their plan has always been, the North American Union, a declaration separate and outside of the Constitution. Their intentions have been to further give away American interests to organizations like the World Health Organization. It is what some people call globalism, 
a single market, a single regulator, a single currency, a one world government. It is critical that people in uniform, including law enforcement and military, understand that they are no longer employed by the United States of America. They are becoming mercenaries, working for a non-sovereign who is paying them to control us and stop us from securing our rights, freedoms, and borders. Unfortunately, they know that only a small number of Americans will read the Declaration, yet it spells out their intent of the role of government in all of our lives. Maybe I will read it to you in a future video, but here are some things that you need to consider. One, if you have no country, what rights do you have and how does one assert them? Two, what does the oath of office mean if your country no longer exists? Three, if you're fighting for your country and your country no longer exists, who are you fighting for? Four, if selected, non-elected people are making policy that destroys our country, then how and why are we supporting their efforts? Five, who are we paying taxes to and why? Six, if you're abiding laws that never went through the legitimate process of lawmaking like this declaration, then what are you really doing? Seven, if there are people that can take our livelihood through arbitrary rule like COVID lockdowns, then what else can they take from us? Eight, if you were coerced, fooled, or forced to take the gene mutating agents, what rights did you have? Nine, what rights do we have now and moving forward? 10, what are we going to do about it? I can assure you that if you succumb to and abide by the replacement of a highly portable and recognized medium of exchange, i.e. cash, with central bank issued digital currency, then you will lose any ability whatsoever to control any single facet of life other than its end. How do we protect ourselves, our families, humanity, and its future from what is to come? The next pandemic is already in the works. How will you respond? Their motto is Ordo Ab Cao, order from chaos. Please think carefully about not falling into the trap they've set awaiting prey. This is extremely troubling and there is no help on the way. We must work together to save ourselves. We must work together to safeguard the American dream, the constitution, our freedoms, and our future by ensuring the resilience and security of our republic. We must leverage us, the American people, our involvement, experience, expertise, our community leaders, governors, and elected and non-elected public servants. We can no longer ignore social, moral, and political collapse occurring right in front of us. Believe what you see, not what you hear. We must move our political discourse from the emotional to the logical and practical to resolve the subversion of our republic via our own systems, education, governance, justice, and national security. I will continue to put out more information about this, but keep seeking truth. Don't get distracted. Nothing else will matter if they take everything away from us. Keep being vocal. We've been silent for way too long. We must work together to help restore America. Absolutely. She uh, nailed it there. And I'm so happy we got, I was able to share that with you. Um, I want to share this other thing. Um, this is uh, off the top politics, but Damar Hamlin, right? The uh, guy that had the uh, heart failure on the field from Buffalo. Um, listen to this question and answer here. ACU, the question on so many minds, what causes heart to stop beating? You're 24 
peak physical condition could run circles around me right now. (laughs) (laughs) How did doctors describe what happened to you? Um... Um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience at the NFL, they do more tests than anything. And in the course of you having your physical, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I've always been a, a, a healthy, young, fit, energetic. So the doctors gave him an answer, uh, but he's unwilling to share that answer as to what caused his heart to fail. You hear you heard that, right? What happened to you? Um he's thinking about it. He's putting deep thought into it. He can't answer um, it. That's something I want to stay away from. I'm going to stay away from that. So, I wrote a response to that and I said, "Was it coke? Coke like Was it too much coke? Was it a clot shot? DeMar Hamlin is obviously hiding something, and he has a right to privacy. But it's telling that he chose to do an interview and balked on the question of causality, where he could help so many people. It's either performance-enhancement drugs, drug use, or coke, or myocarditis caused by the clot shot. And either way, it's bad for it's bad politics. It would be, you know, be uh, detrimental to his career. Uh, there's also one other thing that the clip that we're may, maybe not going to get to right now. Um, it's uh, did you know that there are ten years of studies showing the ivermectin inhibits the replication of at least a dozen RNA viruses. It was so. Uh, eye-poppingly potent and efficacious, effective. It was stunning, attests Dr. Pierre Corey. So why didn't we use it? Why couldn't we modify it and make it even better? Of course, because we knew that this was all a rigged system. They didn't care about you. They care about profits and strengthening the globalist movement using their pharmaceutical corporations. And they stole money from governments and from the taxpayers that feed the governments. It was all it was an attack on the middle class and the elderly. Well, that brings us to the end. My name's Scott Adams. Uh, be sure to check out MagaPack.org. Use Red State over at MyPillow.com. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody.